0: Hello there. I'm happy you're listening. And before the jazzy music plays, I'd like to say that I was featured on a Listen Notes interview. Listen Notes is a podcast search engine on which I'm just going to say I have a blue check mark. And I would really like to thank you all very kindly for that, for your support. But I'll have the interview links in the show notes. And, uh, yeah, now I'll let the jazzy music play. This is episode 47 of the History of Podcast. My name is Robert, and today's episode is a history of Scouts BSA. And this is a very important episode to me, uh, but more about that in a minute. I'm really glad you're tuning in, and I can tell you got 1% happier just by listening this far. And this is only the beginning of the episode, so I wonder how much happier you'll be by listening to the rest. You'll have to see, but I promise, you'll be a lot happier by the end. To start, I have the egg carton count, and today's egg carton count is 56. I'm about to build a new egg carton board to hold a slew of egg cartons, which is exciting, but I, I'll, I'll take a picture of that pretty soon. I need one more egg carton to do it, but I'm just waiting on that one. 57 will be the number. So like I said a minute ago, uh, this is a very important episode to me, and the history of Boy Scouts has been highly requested by my Scout friends. I understand that all the, uh, the scouts and scoutmasters listening to this are probably fact-checking me right now, waiting for me to say something wrong, because every Boy Scout has uh, the basic story of scouting printed on his brain by his scoutmaster. And so today, maybe I'll even add some details to the story so that maybe you didn't know before uh, to all you scouts out there. So here we go. We start with a man named Robert Baden-Powell of England. And I know, Boy Scouts, you're probably rolling your eyes. Um, but as a youth, Baden-Powell enjoyed getting away from school by hunting in the woods. And he was also an amateur artist, actor, and musician. So, classic merit badge material. He joined the British Army when he was 19 and served in India and Africa. And Baden-Powell became a war hero when he led the defense uh, against the siege of Mafeking. And having become a prominent figure in the military... Baden-Powell published a military training manual called Aids to Scouting. Of course, it was extremely popular and he went on to publish a youth version called Scouting for Boys. And I thought I would mention that Robert Baden-Powell was not Sir, Baden- uh, Sir Robert Baden-Powell until 1922 when he was made a baronet and then he would become a baron in 1929. But that part, that part's secondary. In 1907, Baden-Powell held the first Boy Scout camp on Brown Sea Island, which was really just an experiment for this new Boy Scout thing. And after that, Boyce started founding their own Scout troops um, in, in their uh, local areas, so we really get the rise of Boy Scouts. And But this was this was Boy Scouts in England, and we haven't gotten to America yet. For that, we start with an American publisher named William D. Boyce, who traveled to London in 1909. He was looking for an office downtown in London, but wasn't familiar with where he was going and couldn't make his way around the dense London fog. He asked a boy on the street for directions, and he was met with ample directions on how to get to the office, and the boy even led him to where he was going. And Boyce offered to pay the boy out of gratitude, but he declined, saying it would ruin the point of his goodwill. And William Boyce, he never got the boy's name, but he did figure out that he was a scout, So sometime later, he met with Robert Baden-Powell to talk about this whole scouting thing. And at this point, Boyce was pretty impressed. And when he came back home, he founded the Boy Scouts of America in 1910. But there were actually scout troops in America before this. Fans of Baden-Powell formed their own independent troops in New Jersey, Kentucky, Oklahoma, as well as a few other states. So yes, the first Boy Scout troop was established in 1908, two years before the BSA was officially founded. And there's a plaque in Burnside, Kentucky, commemorating the home of the first scout troop in America. But scouting historians dispute who was actually the first scout troop. So they just give equal credit to all the troops founded in 1910 or earlier, which doesn't make sense, but I'll go with it. Either way, at the same time, back in England, Warrington Baden-Powell, Robert's older brother, wrote a pamphlet similar to Robert's Called Sea Scouting and Seamanship for Boys. And yes, Sea Scouting is a real thing, don't laugh, because I was a Sea Scout for two years. Uh, And originally, at the start of Sea Scouts, a boy had to be at least 15 years old, and if he was a Boy Scout, he had to be at least first class uh, rank. And the age parameters have been tweaked over the years. Now I believe it's uh, youth from 13 to 20 years old. But in 1949, Sea Scouts was renamed Sea Explorers, which would lead to a whole chain of events. And in 1959, that branched. Uh, so the Sea Explorers would branch into regular, uh, regular old Sea Scouts for youth, as it had been. But then there was also the second branch, which was Explorers, and that's pretty much Sea Scouts for young adults. And of course, it's more complex than that. And this was reorganized several times over the years. But all you need to know is that's how it finally came out to be today. Sea Scouts and Explorers. And Sea Scouts as a whole is designed for older youth, which is needed because a lot of kids start Boy Scouts not pacing themselves, and they burn out by the time they're 14. So Sea Scouts helps keep older teens engaged in scouting. But what if you don't like sailing if you're just landlocked? And that's really what exploring is. While it started out as Sea Scouts, it became more wide ranging in its objectives and activities. But over the years, it slowly branched into either a career centered program or an outdoor centered program. And that's where we get another split. In 1998, the outdoors side of the exploring program branched off into venturing, while the career side just stayed as exploring. And might I add that exploring had been a co ed program since 1971. So Venturing was born as sort of a foil to Boy Scouts, uh, except co-ed. And this brings us to the most recent controversial story in scouting, uh, several people are familiar with, and this is Boy Scouts name change to just Scouts in 2018, which is a division that would remain under the overarching BSA organization, not confusing at all. And this enabled girls to participate in Scouts, which mildly puzzles me because they already had venturing i don't know why they would choose uh choose scouts as opposed to venturing why that had to change but uh i'm not the boss anyway i know this girl who took advantage of this opportunity and founded her own scout troop and by eighth grade she was an eagle scout so like more power to her. that's great i'm not complaining like that's that's awesome anyway girl scouts of the united states of america so g-s-u-s-a sued bsa boy scouts of america for using its trademarks, as well as a couple of other things. I won't give an opinion on the case, uh, because I will say that it's it's still ongoing, uh, but that's not the only trouble Boy Scouts has had recently. In the past few years, tens of thousands of people have said they were harassed or abused in scouting, so BSA has to give those people money, totaling $220 million. And remember, BSA is a 501c3 not-for-profit, So they've had some trouble scraping up funds to pay for all these lawsuits. And finally, in 2020, in the face of 275 lawsuits in uh, either state or federal courts, BSA filed for bankruptcy. But they didn't go under. A lot of people think Boy Scouts is no longer an organization, but I would like to remind everybody that it's still very much alive. And while the BSA is under so much pressure and distrust right now, I thought I would let some Scouts speak for themselves because they're really the ones living out the history of Boy Scouts. Boy Scouts is amazing because it gives people the opportunity to go do awesome things. I've been backpacking in New Mexico, dog sledding in Minnesota. The high adventure bases like Seabase and Summit. Scouts is also great for teaching you character development. One of them being pulling you out of your comfort zone to do stuff that you've probably never done before. It's a great place to come and meet friends and have a good time while at the same time learning and maturing and having great life lessons taught throughout the entire time. Friends end up life friends. Like, you end up having a great time with all of them. But while doing that, it teaches you to be a better outdoorsman, citizen, and person, and you learn that from the incredible leadership and other guys in the troop. I really hope you enjoyed this episode, and if you did, don't listen to the next episode just yet. I'd appreciate if you could take just 10 seconds to rate or write a review for The History Of. It really does make the episodes better. And if you think you have a friend who might enjoy this podcast, tell them about The History Of, their new favorite podcast, and you might just make their day. I'd like to thank you all for your gracious, loyal support. And until the next one, I'm Robert Lakatosh. Thanks for listening.